Okay, here we go. The Ben and Maggie Show. He's about to get crazy and wild. Stay for a while. Don't touch your radio dial. The Ben and Maggie Show. Kicking it back. Sports talk. Listen to that and stay tuned for some giggles and laughs. Go. Hello there, Kyle. You look nice today. I see you wearing your big shorts with the baggy leg holes that flutter so carelessly in the breeze. Here's your paper. Thank you. Would you like to come inside for a cupcake and a glass of wine? Shut up, old man. Mmm. What's going on in my pants? Looks like we got six more weeks of winter. <laughs> Welcome to the Planet Mikey Show. What's the name of that... Is it Punxsutawney Phil? Yeah. The Groundhog? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I like that, right? I like that. Did he die? Didn't someone drop him? The mayor of New York drop him <laughs> on his head and kill him? Wasn't that what? Mayor de Blasio? Yeah, probably. So he's no longer with us. I'm sure he has a, a progeny. Progeny? Yeah. A prodigy? Progeny. What's a progeny? Isn't that something that you have removed from your uh, sphincter? Well, yeah, technically. I mean, it would it's be, children, yeah. you know, your offspring. Progeny? Progeny. Yeah. I, I've never even heard that word. No, it's sort of like, yeah. Oh, she's got it. Already, you you're over learn my that head. In your you, one semester at ASU? You, you guys are way over my head already. Progeny, then. All right, I'm going to tie all this together. All I'm right, going to wrap talk, it up in a neat go, little package. Hey there, muscly arm. Why the long face? It's the latest thing in the pop culture world. It's the Planet Mikey podcast, everybody. As we inch closer each week to one million downloads, we count on Ben Kitchen, our VP in charge of ratings, for that number. And we're rated R, by the way, speaking of ratings. So if you're under 17, please disengage now. Thank you. Our VP in charge of production, execution, and hospitality is Bill Smith. My name is Bill Smith, and here's where I live. He will execute you because he's in charge of execution, if you if it, he deems it appropriate. Thank you. Hospitality, of course, because it's his house. <laughs> <laughs> and Bill Smith, in whose honor we will dedicate next week's podcast as he hits a great milestone. Mm, yes. Yeah, he's... 46. 47. Tonight, we're, in fact, we're, tonight we're going to have our first uh, Smith quiz. I'll tell you about that in just a couple Ooh. of moments. Oh, ah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Show prep. Look oh, over here. No. Look over here. Oh. Show prep. <laughs> All right. We're looking. Ready to show prep. <laughs> did, you, did you say show prep? <laughs> show prep. I'm going to send a copy of this show to... Like progeny. He doesn't really know what yeah, that yeah, exactly means. Right. I, I pretend I don't know stuff just to make you have to explain it to prove that you do know. Oh, you may not know either. Like oh, you have to test Mikey people. over here. You have to test people. Mm. You know, like my old producer uh, Eric Evangelista from the TV show used to accuse me of not knowing the interns' names. <laughs> and I, to be between you and me mm. and the world, I didn't know any of their names. Oh. And he would say, "I'd say to the kid, go get me a soda. Will you at the vending machine?" And and then <laughs> Eric would say, "You don't even know that kid's name, do you?" Right in front of him. And I'd say, "Yes, I do." <laughs> he said, "What's his name?" And I didn't know. So I, so you were like the star of the show, and yeah. who cares about any of the well, under, underlings? We had a lot of interns. I knew the names of the cute-looking girl ones. Well, mm. of course. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, it's, it's a true story. Regular Jay Severn over here. <laughs> really? Oh, he knew the interns' names. Am I that funny-looking? No, He died, yet. right? Not yet. Sadly, yes. Yep. Well, who dies happily? That's true. Well, there's plenty of people. Well, you, you say sadly as if it's supposed to be something else. Hitler? 
I mean, no, but that, oh, <laughs> Hitler sadly s- passed s- away today. No, sadly, he this guy died. Well, I like Jay. I was friends with Jay. Well, I'm just saying, when people, what, what people, when they die aside from Hitler, would you say, yay? Pol Pot. There you go. Pol Pot. Pol Pot. Yeah. See, not me. I like any pot. <laughs> What's that story you got there, bud? About what? You said you had a story. You have a story? Yeah. About what? Your life. I don't know. Oh, you mean Lyft driving stories? I got tons of them. Uh, Lyft? Well, yes. All right, so here's on what happened. Road again. I can't, I can't wait, wait to get on the road again. again. I'm going to harmonize with that every time you play that music now. Okay. Okay, so last week I'm lift driving, right? And I go, I get this call. It's about 8 o'clock at night, maybe 8.30. And uh, I got a, 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 a and what's it called? An alert to go to Worcester and pick up somebody. So I go there. And I pull up on this side street in Worcester. And I'm waiting a couple minutes. Finally, out comes this, like, 19-year-old kid. And he gives me the one finger, like, wait, I'm going to be right with you, right? You know, okay, so oh, that I, finger, okay. Yeah, the, the, the first finger saying, well, you know, like, hold on one minute. So I wait there. And he comes out with these suitcases, like five of them. Mm. And they were the big kind. Like, you're traveling to Europe and you're going to bring in everything you have in your house. Mm. You know, the big kind, the kind you can barely lift. Maybe they had money in there. So I go, okay, Ooh. this is big. He puts it, I put it in the trunk. Now, you know, I have a, I have a grand marquee. You have a giant trunk. trunk. I mean, All oh, three of us could fit in that. I got 15 Guatemalans in that trunk one time coming across the border. And guess what? No one even questioned it. Oh. So or I put one the one. One of those guys suit- got lost in there, I heard. He's still in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, in case I get a flat tire, I need someone to change the tire. Okay. So I, 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 uh, I put the big suitcase in there. Okay, here's another one. Just like, oh, but it just barely fits in. These two giant suitcases just barely fit in the trunk of my grandma key. Hmm. There's three more suitcases. I look at what? Where? I said, well, where are we going to put these? And I said to the guy, where, where are we going? He says, I said, to, I'm thinking, to the airport? He goes, I don't know. My mom booked the ride. I said, well, okay, well, can you ask your mom? Where you, most people know where they're going. Yeah. You Wait, so you don't know, like, you don't know until the, you've officially picked well, them up, clicked the button, and right. then it tells you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so I, I, the guy, the kid doesn't know where he's going. So I'm like, that's weird because almost everybody I've ever picked up knows where they're going. In Plus, the lift he's, he's packed and ready to go, but he doesn't know where he's going. Yeah. Guess what, though? He what? had five suitcases, all of them large, and two people riding with him. Oh boy! So the back and, and Lyft has a thing you can't get in the front seat with a driver. You know yep. you got to get in the back. Yep. So it's got to be three people, no more than three people in the back seat of the car. Oh, four if you have a little kid, you can squeeze them in. Someone wants to sit on someone's lap. Yeah, sure. So these three full size nineteen twenty year old kids are going to get in the back with five suitcases, only two of which fit in the trunk. Where are the other three suitcases going to go? And they were all big. So I said, you know, this isn't going to happen. I told the kid, I said, I'm sorry, but I can't. There's no room. You got to order a van. There's a, there's a thing on the Lyft app where you can get an extra large vehicle if you have a, oh, a situation like that. That's convenient. He didn't do it, so I'm pissed because I've already got two, two suitcases in a trunk. I'm in the middle of this one way road blocking traffic. There's three guys. I'm trying to explain to them, and he they didn't understand. The mother's she comes out. She goes Logan Airport. I said, Well, no, <laughs> you're going to stay right here in Worcester. You're going to have to call somebody else. So I leave. Drive right down the street because there was another ride waiting for me. Hmm. I pick up this woman as she gets it before she gets in the car. Another woman walks by me and she she stops at the window. She goes, "Have you got a cigarette?" She goes, "I'm living in a in a tent and I don't have any money." What town is this? Worcester. Oh, yeah, of course. 
I said, I don't carry cash. I'm a Lyft driver, you know. And she goes, okay. And she walks away. She gets 10 feet down the road, and she starts getting beat up by this dude. Oh. He says, give me my money. And he's screaming at her. And she says, I don't have it. And she, give me my money. And he's like, he's got his hands around her neck. Ooh. He's choking her, and he's pushing her around, like sh- trying to shove her down on the ground. I said, I got to call 911. And then my other ride gets in. I said, before we go, I said, I'm just going to call 911 because this, <laughs> this lady over here is getting choked to death or whatever. So I called 911, and they come. I, I told them what was going on. And I went back. I backed up to try to stop the guy for a second. I, I had already called the cops. I said, I just called the cops, you know, it was just so you know, you know, you should stop doing He goes, go ahead, call the cops. Because he was really beating on her. Oh, man. So I drive away. As we get to the down the corner street, a, a salutation goes out to the Worcester Police Department. They, they were at the bottom of this, the hill when I got down to the bottom of the hill right after. I mean, they got there fast. Good. But, I mean, I'm thinking to myself, well, this woman, first of all, she's probably a bum yeah. or a whore or a drug addict or something. Lives in or a maybe tent. all three. Yeah, She might be a she camper. She could be all three. Trifecta. Maybe she's a camper. I'm thinking, why am I doing lift driving? I mean, I'm she's involved in this stuff, you know, and the, and the gun I have isn't that I mean, well, not only that, the guy could have had a gun. <laughs> well, you never know. Yeah. I was going to go back and just challenge him. Nope. Did you have yours? I was going to say, hey there, tough guy. You really, you, you're going to beat your big man beating her up. You want to try your luck with me? Huh? Oh. I'd like I'll to... kick you right in your testicles. I'd like to see that. Anyway, that's, that's one ride that continued into another ride. Who's chewing gum? Uh, it's me. Am I making noise? Hell yeah. You've been doing this for 50 fucking years. Did you bring enough for everybody? chewing gum into a microphone. I did bring enough for everybody. Did the teacher ever make you put it on your nose when you didn't bring enough for everybody? Okay, take out your gum and put it on your nose. Made me swallow it. And everybody said, you you swallow the gum, it's going to stay in your belly for four years. Four years? They used to tell us seven. Oh, gum, you said. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, uh, you sick. All right, I'm sorry. Thanks, you bastard. Right, so, so, so I, what the, lesson did we learn, Mike? I, nothing. I don't, no, no, I don't, we learned I've already learned some lessons. No more <laughs> lift driving in Worcester after dark. Well, you know, normally I have pretty good luck, you know. I mean, I get, you know, when, and when you're driving a Grand Marquis. Nothing good happens in, in after Worcester, dark. First of all, you, you, you're you going to be the first choice for every hot woman over 80. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, they see the Grand Marquis and they go, oh, look at that young man. Look at him. Moist for the first time in years. Over here. Over here. Super Bowl, do you have any thoughts? Because I really don't. Super Bowl. The game itself? It was uh, last year's Super Bowl was one of the lowest rated, and this one here was one of the highest. Heard that today. Well, you know, it's a L.A. thing. Well, it was on KFI, which is in Los Angeles. So they. Uh, No, I I hate Super Bowl. Like last year was like 99 million. This year was like 120 million. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I so hate, significant more. I hate the overkill of of Super Bowl Sunday. I hate the the lead up. I didn't watch any. I didn't watch. I started to watch the halftime show. I got to tell you something. Like you know, you know how I feel about that type of music, hip hop, rap. Yep. I'm not. I'm just not into it. Yep. I don't understand it. I don't have any special feelings for any of the people who perform it. I, yep. I don't think you know. I'm not entertained by it, and I'm certainly not enlightened by it because I can't understand it. Now I admit that, and I know that there's a whole generation of people that followed me into the world of the world, and they love it, and they love it, and yeah. they say, and I don't know why they love it. I'm because I can't, I can't, I just have no way to. So 
I thought the production looked good. It had a, it had a whole ho- they had those little houses out there, and they were going from room to room. And it was a well produced thing, mm-hmm. but I don't give two shits about what they're saying or singing, so I can't tell you that I got anything out of it. I like that music. I grew up with that music, and you know, it's not my favorite, but I do enjoy it. And you're right, the production value was pretty good, but I thought the show was kind of weak. I thought the performance was. Weak. Hip hop performances are not meant for that kind of space. They're, they're, they need more people around them to kind of feel that energy and everything like that. It just, it was yeah. flat too. How old, and, how old is Eminem now? 45? It's gotta be. It's gotta <laughs> be. Five years old. Well, Dr. Dre's like 57. Yeah, yeah but you hold know, on. Let some... me ask Siri. Hold on. Ready? Oh, yeah. How old is Eminem? Eminem is 49 years old. Wow. So he's almost 50. Mike Mathers. He's still got Marshall. the booty on. And, <laughs> Not Mike. Oh, uh, Marshall, yeah. He, he's still <laughs> well, doing that, well, you know. Jerry Mathers as a, the beaver. But he dresses like he's 14 Jerry years Mathers old. Jerry Mathers as Eminem. He's always angry. I mean, Jesus, come on. Yeah, fuck him. But I like his stuff. Okay, I, like, I, like I, I don't really care about it at all. But Not I didn't think the show bit. was that, yeah, I didn't yeah, think the right. halftime show was that good. And, and it, it was just, I don't know, Mary J. Blige no. was uninteresting to me. If they get David Gates and Brett out there, then I'll be like, oh, you know. If a picture paints a thousand words, then, then why, why can't, can't I, I paint you? you? Maybe because you don't know how to paint. It's a dumb question. Why should I be able to paint you just because a picture paints a thousand words? What does that have to do with me, David Gates? In fact, let's get him. Get him on the phone. Jesus. No. So anyway, that's enough of the Super Bowl. What do you think? Did you enjoy the game at least? Yeah, I mean, until the, here's what. Oh, I forgot to tell you guys this. This is big. What is it? This is about the Super Bowl? I, or are we I off teased. Plus eleven, I, I seven point tees. I took the 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 Bengals plus four, and I added seven to it, and I took the over, yeah, and, and minus seven, which put it to forty two and a half. Okay, what was the final score? Forty three, twenty three, twenty. Yeah, I teased it to forty two and a half. So anything over oh. forty two and a half, I, I by a half point, I took the double hit on the parlay, teased, and I won. Uh, I, I put forty one big ones down Ooh. there. Wow. $4,100. It was all I had in my so, savings account. I got 7600 So you bet the ranch and you won. I bet the ranch. Now I got two ranches. Oh. And, and ranch dressing. So you didn't enjoy the Super Bowl, yet you made a lot of money. That's right. So and I didn't give a shit. The game was pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And I saw. So what Snoop- did you enjoy? Okay, I can totally understand why you didn't enjoy the halftime show. Yeah. Snoop Dogg smoked weed before he went out there. So, oh, really? Wow, that's oh, a gee. surprise. That's something new. Yeah. He smokes green crack, by the way, which I have some of okay. right, right, right here in my pocket. It's not crack. No. Just so the listening. No, it's my crack, and it's all green. But it's called green. That's crack. different. Yeah. We don't smoke that. We're silly. Uh, Okay, I have a, m- a million different uh, things to talk about. But first, why don't we do this Smith quiz? See how you guys know. Smith? Oh. We have a Smith quiz? In honor of is you, a, Smitty. Is this a Smith off? Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to give you a point to the person who names this. You have to give me the first name of this person named Smith. Okay. These are all famous people. And I'm just going to give you a quick. It's a pretty big family. Quick clues. I'm going to yell them out. And you have the first guy buzzes in with the right name. Okay, ready? Yeah. Ten of these. Cardinals shortstop. Ozzy. That's Ben's point. Yay. Yeah, okay, good. Charlie's Angel. Jacqueline. Oh! That's, that's yours, Smitty. That's right. Fresh Prince. Will. Will. Oh. I beat you. Uh, you did. CBS journalist. <laughs> Named Smith. Bob. <laughs> Not Bob Schieffer. <laughs> Frank. Uh, Harry Smith. You've seen him. Come on. So it's still two to one me. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cowboys running back. Emmett. 
Wow. Yeah, three to one. Benny. Famous economist. Adam. Uh, wow. Yeah. You're rattling off the Smiths. Yeah. Dead, big-boobed model. Anna Nicole. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. He's Christ. quick, isn't That's he? That's it, man. I'm, I think he's doing diet pills I'm today. I'm asleep, yeah. <laughs> Gay anchorman. Oh, uh, what's his name from Fox? Shep. Shepard Smith. Yeah. Yep. Good Is one. It four to Good two? Five, five, two. Five to two. He's cute. Drummer for the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Chad. Chad. Jeez. Uh, I'm telling you, he's on fire. Six he to is. two. Ah, Former Bears coach. Lovey? Yes. Lovey. Yeah. You know, Smitty. I know. You know, man. after all this we've swooped from Ben, he, he got to think he must admire anyone named Smith. Yes, I would think so. Very much it's so. A, it's yeah, acting that way. So. Yeah, it seems that way. Yeah. 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 His, he, you know, in the old days, he probably would have loved the neighborhood blacksmith, the what? village smithy. Yeah. That's how he got his name. Yeah. And these yeah. days at the. at the, His great, uh, great, 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 great grandfather was a blacksmith. Yeah. And at the hot tub, he probably looked cocksmith. That's right. That was pretty good that he got all those. Uh, yeah. Thanks, man. Adam Smith, what's he famous for? Oh, he's the economist. But I know. I said that. Oh, I already well, gave him yeah. his economic theories. Yeah. Well, what was his big theory? The one that rules the whole economic world. It's about economics. It's called the invisible hand. The invisible hand. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, you know what? That's how, I, that's how I grope people on buses. <laughs> I get away with it, too. I had a teacher named Dr. <laughs> <laughs> My economics teacher was a, a Pakistani gentleman named uh, Dr. Mohammed Zahir. Oh. And me and Benji, who was my classmate, before we go out and smoke weed during a class break, we'd call him Dr. Mo Z. Dr. Mohammed Zahir. And he was, uh, he would talk, talked about the invisible hand. He used to say, <laughs> used to say Adam Smith with the invisible hand. We'd go, what is he saying? He'd write it on the board, then we go, oh, invisible hand, okay. And so it wasn't really invisible, but it was what determines the, the supply the supply and demand, demand of, yep. uh, the, the, the crossbars the, that the, indicate the where the price should be on any given product. Mm-hmm. By the way, the price for sponsoring our podcast, only $400 a week. Contact Ben Kitchen. Yes. At, or send me an email yep. at uh, planetmikeypodcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. And we'll hook you up. We like to take care of businesses who maybe don't have the big expenditure, the big big money, like you know, like the My Pillow people. They had big money to spend, and we didn't care. Well, we dropped the price from six down to four. I know. Yeah, it was pretty good. Well, I know, but that's just for times are tough. It's just yep. till April 2nd. And we do have some openings. You, we <laughs> we only till April 2nd, because then we're booked solid after that. That's right. So uh, you guys can get a full month of uh, advertising for four hundred dollars a week, and we have we have thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads every single. You never know. In fact, we'll give you a bonus. We'll even give you a free sponsorship of the hot new podcast called Shame. Fifteen, 15 minutes, minutes of shame. <laughs> they videotaped the whole thing. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, so, uh, where was I? Oh God, I'm so I'm so wound up. I have so many fun things going on here. You what ready? is it? I don't know. Come on. I mean, look, I got a list. <laughs> Mike has a. You don't list. think I commit this to memory every oh, week, man. do you? I have a list. I'll send this uh, copy of the show to Kevin Graham. 
Kevin Graham, you have uh, yeah, you were accused once of not, not prepping, do, not prepping, yeah. not doing any show prep, and by God, look at the amount of work you brought in. Here. But you know what? Think about it. Kevin Graham was an asshole. Oh, okay. So uh, he, I, I like Kevin. You do? Yeah, I don't. Uh, he was a good guy. He's a pussy. I didn't have to work for him. He didn't even say goodbye to me I when did. I got let go. He didn't even come. He was afraid to come confront me and tell me you've been let go. He was no, he afraid. Probably, he probably and just... so was Phil Zachary, who's also a pussy. No. Yes, he is. No, he's a great guy. Zachary. <laughs> Phil Zachary and Kevin Graham, who were running the ship at EEI when I got so oh. unceremoniously dumped thanks to Mutt and Minahan. Oh. They, they didn't even say, they didn't have guts to say, oh, well, you know, good luck. No, nothing. They hid in their offices and they locked me out with my key card so I couldn't go in there and piss on their desks. You know, all that old stuff is gone. Now we got new leadership, new management, and they're doing I a know, good job. I know. I'm yeah. glad they are for yeah. your sake and for all my friends that are still there. That's right. Uh, both my friends that are still there. <laughs> Is there anybody still there that's that, my friend? That's us. Just us? Me. Okay, you two, that's it? Yep. Do they say bad things about me behind my back? No, in the in the bathroom, though. In, in the, English? Uh, in the stalls. It's, your name is still there. Uh, yeah. um, it says, aim here. Yep. I'd like to, if I, if I could, I'd like to just go off for a moment on, uh, since Valentine's Day was yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'd like to ask you guys, because this is an interesting topic. Yeah. Do you remember your first love? Yes. The first girl you fell in love with? Way back when I was a little kid. How old were you? I was in the seventh grade. It was Doreen Maloney. You waited that long? Yeah, seventh grade. Boy, she was the love of my life. and She, she didn't even have bips yet. She and her family moved to Augsburg, Germany, uh. and we wrote back and forth for the long... He was with the CIA, I think. We wrote back and forth. We wrote letters. You know, so hand- you write to, wrote to him or to her? No, to her. Handwritten letters. <laughs> and uh, and then suddenly the letters stopped, and I have never... I think about her every he now and then. He killed her. He killed her because she knew too much. Jeez. Maloney. Look what you did, Bill. Yeah, I know. Really? This is why you don't love. Gets people killed. She, she glocked his spiel. Why do you ask this question, uh, Mike? No, this is a, 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 a Bill. I mean, Ben. Who's your first love ever of your life? <sighs> Probably Xena Warrior Princess. Oh, I was like nine. Xena, oh, I don't care what you did with your your play toys at home. I'm talking about real people now. I don't know. I used to dress Barbie. I up really, in do, Ken's I genuinely outfit. don't know. <laughs> you don't remember the first girl you ever like were madly in love with? You? How can you not? Because it probably happened every, like, third week in middle school. Oh. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Well, like, why did you guys wait till middle school to fall in love? I fell in love with my first love in third grade. I was well, eight. Well, let's hear it. Eight and a half. Tell us about this, uh, this wonderful girl. Okay. Her name was Dawn. This sounds really weird because there's a guy whose name is very close to this. Yes. Dawn Duquette. Dawn. Is that Dan's older brother? No. <laughs> no, it's a girl. Uh, sure. And now. It was, and he, now it's she a was girl. so cute that I was like inf- I was like infatuated with her. If I if I'd look out in the hall and she was out the drinking fountain getting a drink, you know, uh, I'd say, Can I get a drink and mom? And I'd raise my hand so I could be out there when she's out there. Oh. On the playground, I I mean I I really shadowed her. I was like, I was in love with this girl. She had perfect hair. She was adorable for I mean, I'm again, I was eight. Well, so I didn't really know a lot of. I just know I was madly in love with this girl. And then guess what happened? The last day of school, they made announcements of all the kids that were moving to, to weren't going to be there next year. Yeah. And they said, "Poor Mikey." Dawn and her sister Candace are moving to Texas, and I, my heart was crushed. Oh, man, I was man. like, "No!" I didn't cry. 
I did poop my pants a little. But did you panic a little no. bit? Like, but that it was Taco Tuesday. So I was like, sad. I was so sad. I was like, oh, oh my God, are you kidding? I used to go over and visit her neighbor. Was a friend of classmate kid. I used to go way far, far just so I could be in the next yard over and see her. Did you ever talk to her? Yeah. Well, on the playground, she actually. This is what the, the next last day of school. She told me that she liked me, and then I ran away. You ran away. I ran away. I was so like knocked out by that. I couldn't even handle it. Next day, she they found out. I found out she's moving to Texas. Dawn Duquette. Now, she probably looks a lot different now. <laughs> Good news one day, bad news the next. I was just wondering because you know yesterday was Valentine's Day. Now I know who my most recent, but you know who I fell in love with most recently, yeah. and it's that lady on the uh, HughesNet commercial. <laughs> HughesNet. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Of course, my wife. Oh, I thought you would talk about Tatiana. My wife's the best thing that ever happened to me. Yes. Aside from that lottery. You married up. Ticket that I won, and that's the only reason she likes me. (laughs) But I just thought I'd ask you, if you remember, I I remember every girl I liked from kindergarten right through Mm. 12th grade. Every single one. Barely remember that. I remember. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you weren't there. (laughs) These were girls I liked. Oh, yeah. That makes sense, then. That really does make sense. I don't remember that. No, but now it concerns me, because you guys both are, you know, significantly older than I am. And you both clearly remember it. Yes. And I'm sitting here going, I don't know. His girl went to Germany. Yeah. Yeah. Because something about you had a... She became a Nazi. Your glockenspiel wasn't big enough? What about the one that got away? She was a sympathizer? You have a girl that you love that she liked you, but then she decided she didn't like you. Oh, that happened to me all the time. Yep. <laughs> yeah, usually by about 11 o'clock. Yeah, there was one freshman year that could have changed the entire course of high school for uh, me. Yeah, really? Yeah. Was she famous? No. Is she now? No. Is her name on the wall? Yeah, bathroom wall. In the wall. men's room? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's always alarming when you see your own number on the wall in any bathroom. <laughs> it really is. Um, I was just wondering because it's Valentine's Day. By the way, yesterday was February 14th. Also, our you know our friend Billy O down in Florida. Billy, Billy O? Yep, yeah. Billy. You remember Billy? He was here. Billy's a good man. My best friend since I was 12 years old. Billy yeah. O Pockets. Billy is the greatest. He's not Irish. Uh, but he's uh, he's had a birthday yesterday. Billy, and, uh, wow. we have birthday the same week. Mine's in four days from now, and and in uh, and I'll be I'll be golfing with him soon Boy, down February there. February is the birthday month, isn't it? Yeah, your in birthday's. March. Smitty's got to March. What are you ninth? One. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. March well, one. It's, it's close. You know why I think of March ninth? Ryder, John Ryder's March ninth. Oh. Johnny. <laughs> so that's right, Mark. I can't do it right. So Don Duquette, if you're out there listening, I can't. I don't want to see what you look like now. Right, come on, tell her you love her. It's too late, Don. <laughs> tell her you love her at least once. If you've never said it before, nah, I can't. I'm married now, and Don to go a away. much younger woman. I'm no good for than you. Don. Right. Oh yeah. I've, well, I got to tell you something. Yeah, my wife was born the year I graduated high school. <laughs> now, clearly, I didn't meet her till she was much older. Well, she's the best. Yes, you married up, as I said. She's the best Met for her me. when she graduated high school. <laughs> I can't. Be- I still can't believe that you won the Smith, the Smith test. Now, if we if we come in next week and we have a kitchen <laughs> test, does that mean that Bill Smith? What are you going to have? One question. Yeah, two. Be. If you know my brother's name. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a list of other things. I want to. Do you mind if we talk about food for a second? Food. Yeah. Do you have some kind of food song, Bill? Well, let's see. Food. <laughs> Here's the thing. I have this. Do you have a theme song to a food-related podcast? Food. Let's see. Food. Have you have you bought eggs at the grocery store lately? Uh, uh, yes. Yes. 
Yes. Were they twice as much as the last time you bought eggs? They Just were significantly about. more expensive, yes. I, I did the, the calculations, and the eggs mm-hmm. were twice as much this time, you know, because they're cage-free. Yeah. What's the fucking chickens? They unionized. Well, no. They got higher pay. <laughs> they were really smart. <clears throat> they blockaded the roads. They stopped everything, and they got... They got what they wanted. They got what they wanted, yeah. And now we pay more for eggs. It's pecker heads. That's how it works. I get it. Yeah, pecker yeah, heads. Pecker heads. They have peckers on their heads. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a little cocky about using that joke. But, um, I, it, it's un- cage-free eggs. Okay. Yeah. They're chickens. What do we do when we get chickens? You cut their heads off. Okay. <laughs> they have a choice. They can either go lay some eggs yeah. or we'll cut your head off and eat you. Don't they like stick something up their ass and electrocute them? Isn't that how they do it? Complain about <laughs> complain about the cage free. Oh, we want them to be able to give enough room to stand around in before they lay their eggs and we chop their heads off. Yeah. These people are nuts. Now we got the cage free egg problem. What does that do? It doubles the cost doubles the of cost. eggs, yep. which, which is, and there's a ripple effect. You know, you know what the prices aren't going to be like at uh, IHOP now and Denny's and and uh, any any place that serves breakfast. It's unbelievable the, you know, the they, ripple effect it can have. And they might be cage-free eggs, but the, do they still feed them genetically modified food? <laughs> they give cage-free grain. Jesus, I mean, this is stupid. Yeah. So I, my wife likes to. I like hard-boiled eggs, you know. And, and my wife, she's making them. And they're hard to peel now. These new cage-free eggs—they're harder to peel than the old eggs used to be. That's interesting. So the other day, I'm eating a cage-free egg, and I got a piece of shell in my mouth. I was like, crunch! Ah, oh. sure, wasn't your tooth falling apart? No, it was because I, I took it up. It was the shell. <laughs> it was the shell, and I said to, I said, "Honey, there's a damn shell in my egg." You did she not said, say it like that. She said, "Oh yeah, those are hard to peel. Those new cage-free eggs." I said, "God damn it!" I'm going to have to complain. So here I am complaining, and I'm going to get in charge of the – I'm going to talk to the egg people. Uh, the, damn it. Because uh, they have those new, those eggs. are The more expensive ones, you know, Egglands, America's Best Eggs or whatever like that. Yeah. There's got to be a way that you, got, you can go back to what it used to be. Put them back in the cages. Bring back the incredible edible egg. Cage-free eggs. You know, and you know – You know, you could get your own chickens and, and get your own eggs. We have well, some neighbors that do that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll keep you abreast of any further developments on the chicken thing. They also had me, some ducks. Let me oh, tell you something. Coyote just, came just and put it on my bill. Don't get me going on this chicken stuff because I'll, I'll sit here and I'll wing it for hours. By the way, you know why it's terrible to be an egg? Why? I'll give you a few reasons. You only get laid once. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you only get hard once. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, you, the only thing that ever sits on your face is your mother. How no. dare you? Um, no, no, no. <laughs> no, seriously, it's tough being an egg. You, 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 and you have to come in a box with 11 other guys. It's a terrible <laughs> thing to be an egg. It really is. No. <laughs> never thought of it that way. No, I never I, did. I'm scrambling over here. <laughs> that was good. Uh, <clears throat> so, do I have my li- have, Can you help me? I don't have my glasses. Where are they? All right, let me read this for you. What do we got here? You don't have your glasses on because you can't uh, see. These are things I'm. The, some of these things are things that are going to be in the 15 Those minutes. Those are of shameful shame. things. Yeah. yeah. 15 minutes of shame uh, podcast, which is available wherever you get your podcasts. I get them right here. Which is such a friendly little way of saying it. You know, it's like, look for the Planet Mikey podcast. Wherever you get your podcast, well, what if I get them in a garbage can? You know, what if I have them sent into me? Well, from that's China? kind of where this one belongs. That kind of, yeah. Really? Yeah. It's real. Has this been a bad podcast? No, I meant just the, all of them. 
You're, this is the guy who won the Smith contest, and he still doesn't like this podcast. On, I love man. this podcast. It's the highlight of my week. It actually is. It's I have the, a really sad life. It's the weak light of your high. Um, <laughs> by the way, speaking of that, why don't you light that thing up there right there, Ben Kitchen? All righty. Go ahead. Light All it up. All righty. Do it, I have, uh, see, I have a, a handful of topics. You know how I don't like to get political during the Planet Mikey podcast yes. because people get... People get angry. They yeah. do get angry. because People know, got angry at me this week on the radio because they thought I was getting political. What were you talking about? We were talking about, like, comparing... Uh, we were talking stupid stuff, but Schilling came up, and we were talking in comparison to, like, Edelman. It's like, hey, had a good career, and then but these amazing postseason numbers, and we are talking about Hall of Fame and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, well, it was like, what's the difference between the two? I was like, everyone likes Edelman, but... A lot of people think Schilling's a douchebag. And then people started attacking me, thinking I was bringing up politics. Like, I think Schilling's uh, a yeah. douchebag for politics. Yeah. I'm like, no, I don't give a shit. I, I have a complete ability to separate what he did on the field and what he do, what he thinks about politically. First of all, I agree with a lot of the stuff that Schilling says, because yeah. I, I lean center-right. Yeah. There's no question about that. I'm a libertarian. But that's not the point. The point is, you've got to keep them separated. Bill Lee said you were... And the egalitarian. Is that what he said? That's what you well, are. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Uh, the thing is that you have to be able to separate uh, because sports is different from po- the political. And po- by the way, someone's attitude doesn't make, make necessarily make them poison. Mm. No. You know, it's the it's the ability to have two different attitudes in the same country that makes the country great. <laughs> it's the ability to have everybody from every single country in the world coming to America and liking it here and wanting to live here. That's what makes America great. Coming to you know, I accept, I'll tell you what, I, I'm ex- very accepting of all kinds of pe- <laughs> right, Snoop. people yeah. from all kinds of countries. I really am. I'm accepting of everybody. Everybody's welcome here, except those fucking Swiss. Oh, man, the Swiss. You don't people. like the Swiss. I am so sick of the Swiss. I, and with all due respect, some of them got to be nice. I just haven't met one yet. They're fraudulent. Ooh, the, the, starting so? with the cheese. Okay, that cheese, we, we see the holes. And in they the charge cheese. us full price. They charge full price for the cheese, for the for the wedges of cheese, and they got holes in them. And we're not stupid. No, that's terrible. We've seen the holes. Goddamn Swiss in the banks. Okay, yeah. the Swiss banks and their neutrality. You know, they, come on. <coughs> Nobody's really neutral. You think they're really neutral, Smitty? No, man. No, because no. they were. How, how much uh, gold and art were they storing away for certain bad guys? But there's that doesn't one, sound neutral to me. One thing that I, I heard about the Swiss that I think is true, that you're required to own a firearm. Really? Yeah. Well, what, they have Swiss Army knives. Well, there's those they, too. They, they can open cans faster than any other people in any country and because they have Swiss Army knives. In Switzerland, their Swiss Army knives come with guns. They don't have an army. They're neutral, remember? Yeah, that's right. So what is, it, what is that? A fake? That's a fake thing. You know what else is fake? <laughs> Yodeling. Do you know how to yodel? Of course. Oh. Who doesn't? I, I mean, I'm so sick of them with all their fake shit and their with their their sw- their Swiss Miss chocolate drinks hold and on, their. F- hold on a moment. I'll stop right there. God, I hate those. I want to hear the uh, the Mikey Adams uh, Swiss yodeling. Okay, ready? Yep, go ahead. Wow. That's actually technically an owl. That was pretty good, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, re- like Ricola. Um, can I just clear up? Uh, that is apparently... I thought that was the case, too. Yes. Uh, Mr. Smith. Yes. Uh, but apparently it is not. Switzerland doesn't require its citizen to own guns. Ooh. Guns are regulated in three classes. And I don't want to live there. And there is mandatory military service for able-bodied men. That's, even though they're neutral. That's what I heard and probably got confused because, right. well, that's what I do. 
with their banks and their chocolate and their Swiss cheese and their yodeling and their Ricola. Go fuck yourself. I've, I've been to Switzerland, though. <laughs> really? I've been to Lucerne. It's beautiful. I know. I love the Just Swiss. I'm kidding, yeah. of course, because how can you not like the Swiss? Right? It's true. See that? Um, you swissed right over that one. I, swish, swish I like right their watches. Yes. Think of the things we cover in a in a short podcast. How long is this podcast? Anyway? Thirty five minutes so far. So yeah, far, right. I think yeah. it's time that we get the uh, the musical bit guys in here because Ooh. I got to get that. I got places to go. Where are you People going? To see. More more uh, sudden craving for Swiss cheese. You have more <laughs> lift driving to do. If I bring the Swiss cheese next week, will you cut the cheese? Joe and Jerry. Yeah. Working like a dog for the boss man. Working for the company, I'm betting on, yeah. The dice I'm tossing is going to have a fantasy. Where am I going to look? Hey, tell me that love is blind. I really need a girl like an open book to read between the lines. Loving an elevator. Living it up when I'm going down. Loving an elevator. Living it up till I hit the ground. Jockey's in the elevator. Lingerie, second floor. She said, can I see you later? And love you just a little more. I kind of hope we get stuck. Nobody gets out of line. She said, I'll show you how to fax in the mailroom, honey, and have you home by five. Loving an elevator. Living it up when I'm going down. Loving an elevator. Loving it up till I hit the ground in the air. Honey, one more time. Now, ain't it fair? Loving an elevator. Loving it up when I'm going down. You know, Joe, this is a very long musical interlude here, so we're going to have to kill some time with some conversation. Sounds good to me. What should we talk about? Did you ever meet Aerosmith? Actually, no. Well, I did, Joe. All right, tell us about it, Troop. We've got time. I met him at a party at Peckerhead Coy's house in Lake Sunapee, New Hampshire. Everybody was tripping on acid. Oh, my God. At Shaw's! Love it in Elevate. So anyway, they wouldn't get off the phone. And I needed to use the phone to call my girl. They only had one phone there. Elevator. Elevator. So anyway, Joe, Steven Tyler, you know, they were all there, Tom Hamilton. They said, who the fuck are you anyway? I said, I'm Troop. Have you heard me on the games? They said, no. It's a great story, Troop. Hope it had a happy ending. I boogied out of that joint. Remember, I was tripping. We, uh... Going down. That's clever. I like how you worked that into the song there, Joe. 
I'm really getting kind of sick and tired of doing this fucking stuff with you every single week. Let's finish this thing off and get the hell out of here. I got places to go, people to see. On an elevator. Loving an elevator. Loving it up when I'm going down. Loving an elevator. Living it up when I hit the ground. Gonna be a penthouse popper. Gonna be a millionaire. I'm gonna be a real fast talker and have me a love affair. Gotta get my timing right. It's a test that I gotta pass. I'll chase you all the way to the stairway, honey, and then I'll kiss your ass. Loving an elevator. Loving it up when I'm going down. I like pushing the buttons with my Johnson joke. Yep, floor number six, please. One more time, honey. Loving an elevator. Living it up when I'm going.